on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren. So Lauren is trying to figure out who is responsible for cleaning the office microwave. It's actually, I got to be honest with you, it's a question that I don't know the answer to. I know that there are people that come in here and clean the office at night, but that's but the vacuuming. But they're not in charge of no, cleaning no, 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 the microwave or the fridge. No, that's the, the vacuuming, the, you know, the taking garbage. out the trash, all that kind of stuff. Who cleans your office microwave? I, Somebody I no needs idea. to. This today was the first time I've, I think, ever used it. It's, I mean, it's like a bomb went off in there. There's just sauce and splatters, and I don't even want to know. Our office fridge used to be terrible. We had a coworker that would bring in his leftovers almost every day. You worked like nights, and then he'd always forget them in the morning. So eventually, half the fridge was just his leftovers, and we're talking things were growing in there, things were moving Ooh. in there. Well, you forget about yeah. it. You don't even realize. And so I remember we did have one person uh, that worked front desk that would go and clean it, but I don't remember anybody ever cleaning the microwave. Yeah, so I've I, never I'm not seen doing it. anyone I don't use clean it. it. And it sounds rude for me to be like, well, I'm not doing it, but I don't I don't use it. We're never here at lunchtime to heat up leftovers. Though there you are. You used it this morning I to did. heat up some tea. I did. See? So I don't know. So maybe now, you are to blame. Is it kind of the last person to use it is responsible now? Because I should just be cleaned used after it. every use. One <laughs> of the most uh, embarrassing things in my life is I remember my parents came to visit and they cleaned my microwave once. They like nonchalant. They said, I'm just going <laughs> to clean it. And I was like, oh, you could have just said like, something. Oh. Point taken. Th- that's worse than than like saying something, right? I mean, you could go to someone's house and be like, oh, you should oh. clean your microwave, but just going and cleaning well, it? it was like when your brother came to stay with us and he was laying on the floor with his baby and he goes, do you mind if I run a vacuum real quick? <laughs> and I was like, excuse? <laughs> what is going on here? You're right. It's just worse than saying anything, really. Uh, what are some of the biggest lies your parents ever told you? We wanted to do this on the show, but... You know when you were a younger kid and your parents said something like, oh, you know what? You'll shoot your eye out, kid. I mean, that was a Christmas story. Sure, but, but little things. what are things. the biggest lies your parents ever told you? So you can text us, 68719. The one I thought about was spoiling your dinner. I'm, I'm sorry. I've grown up. I'm an adult. I have never spoiled my dinner. I have no problem eating at 3 o'clock and having dinner at 5. It doesn't bother so me. So you think that was a big old think, yeah. flat out lie from I your parents to overblown. keep you from eating dessert before yeah. dinner? Uh, well, not even dessert. But anytime I'd have anything after lunch but before dinner, my mom would be like, you're going to spoil your dinner. I never sat down at the dinner table and said, well, this is spoiled because I had a Hot Pocket two hours ago. But did it keep you from eating your full meal because you were full before you ate? There were six kids what, in my family. Do you mm. think there was ever a problem with having too much leftover food? No. <laughs> no. In fact, I was surprised when I got food. So mine was spoil your dinner. That is a okay. lie that my parents told me. I don't believe in spoiling your dinner. So one that I thought of was don't swallow your gum. It's going to take seven years to di- digest in your stomach. Do we know if that's... Did anybody ever tell you that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard that before. I don't think it's real. I think it's a total faux thing. It was just to get your parents to have you stop swallowing gum. It's an old wives' gum. tale. Was that a thing? Would you swallow your gum a lot? Um, I did. Yeah, I had swallowed that's, gum I can't a couple do times. It. If you gave me a piece of gum, you could pay me. You could try to pay me five hundred bucks. I couldn't do it. My really? my, my throat will not complete the action. It it's won't because do it. you're convinced it's taking seven years to digest Probably. in your stomach. So the horror that my parents put me through. How about a chocolate milk came from the brown cows? Yeah, I love that. I one. remember that. My grandpa always told me that. That's yeah, where that's chocolate milk came from. Um, swimming too soon after you eat. You yeah, need is that thirty a thing? minutes. Is that a thing? 
I don't know if it is, but this texture writes in and says, My parents always told me I would cramp up if I ate too close to swimming. Because that's another one that just feels overblown, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, we've gone plenty of times, gone to a lake or swimming, and I'm eating all sorts of food, and then I cannonball in, yeah. and I just float there <laughs> like a blob. Uh, how about crossing your eyes or making a silly face? It's going to get stuck like yeah, that. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, my gosh. My mom, all the time, I would make faces at my brother. She'd say, it's going to get stuck like that. <laughs> if all you right. keep doing it, it's going to get stuck. So biggest lies your parents ever told you. Obviously, keep this light and fun. All right. I mean, you don't want to go down a deep, dark hole. If you do, we may read the text, but... Things uh, like the gum thing or yeah. spoil your dinner. What are some things that you were told as a kid that you go, you know, and I said, growing up as an adult, it's just not true. It's yeah. just not a thing. Yeah. Six, eight, seven, one, nine. Um, Sherry says your face will freeze like that if you keep making that face. Okay. Yep. We just talked about those. A lot of people are submitting that one. Um, this texter writes in and says watermelon seeds growing in your stomach ah, after you swallow yeah. watermelon seeds. That's a good one. Uh, so we'll get to more of those. Text us 68719. It's Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. Time for your trending stories. All right, Lauren, what's trending? You've talked on the show before about how you are a Bigfoot believer. Uh, 100%. I believe yes. Bigfoot. And if you want me to give the location, it's Snoqualmie oh. Pass. It's a mountain pass <laughs> as you're driving into Seattle. That is where Bigfoot lives. I believe it 100%. No questions asked. No questions asked. I know he's well, in there. Well, um, Sean Peabody works in promotions uh, here at the station, and he has seen Bigfoot, he says. He yeah, has a I believe map him. all over his cubicle, like spotting all these places that Bigfoot 100% is. 100% believe him. But yep. he says it's a species of like a bunch of Bigfoots yeah, all over just, the country. It's not just one All Bigfoot. over the world. It's Gigantopithecus. Yeah. For as long as Bigfoot's been on the earth, which I totally believe, absolutely. There's okay. little Bigfoots, a whole family. Well, there's a lawmaker out of Oklahoma that is trying to pass a bill for a Bigfoot hunting season. He says that there's a place at southeast Oklahoma that a lot of people have claimed they've seen Bigfoot. So he wants to open Bigfoot nah, hunting see, I season. I don't want to shoot Bigfoot. Well, I want to hang out with Bigfoot. He doesn't want anybody to kill Bigfoot. He says he wants people to trap Bigfoot and catch Bigfoot. And there will be a $25,000 reward. Oh, which you need to raise that up I think to is six figures. Kind of low, right? With yeah. how long people have been trying to All catch right. Bigfoot. You capture Bigfoot. Okay. What's the one question you ask him? What um, size of shoe do you wear? <laughs> Like, what's the one question you ask How Bigfoot? How tall are you? Yeah. Why do you walk so slow and move your arms so much? I don't know. Does he move his arms weird? I've never seen if, him. If Bigfoot was in society, like, we could all hang out with him, I feel like Bigfoot would be would a great... He would have a lot of stories to tell. Oh, yeah. Great right? security guard, too. I remember the one time the one guy tried to catch me and I yeah. fooled him? If we had Bigfoot in law enforcement, it'd be huge, man. Can you imagine? Like, you so don't call stealthy. 911, you call Bigfoot. Right? He's stealthy. Well, I hope we find him. I totally believe in him. There is a man from Houston who thought it would be, be a good idea to steal an ambulance. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he steals this ambulance and he goes straight to the Jack in the Box drive-thru. Gotta get those you know, when you, tacos, man. Yeah, when you steal a... Uh, Ambulance, you got to go get those Jack in the Box tacos. Can you imagine like being in the uh, on the other end of that? Be like, shh, don't go to Jack in the Box. Uh, shouldn't you be going to the hospital? Yeah, I know. Well, I, and that's the thing. He still had the lights on. First. The lights were still spinning. Now he was caught like immediately. Police were able to I'm arrest him. Jealous. On felony. I mean, think about it. The lights change for you. Everybody moves out of your way. Can you imagine how quicker you can get to places? There was a guy I went to high school with. He was obsessed with becoming a police officer. I don't know if he ever did, but um, he actually went to lengths to get. Like the lights on oh, his car. That's illegal. Which, yeah, I don't think that's okay. Well, you can have lights, but I don't think, I mean, if they start flashing red and blue, you are in big trouble. Yeah, I think they were red and blue. My, my friend had uh, <laughs> this like SUV and he got underglow. You remember when underglow yes. was like the thing? Yeah. But he did a red and blue underglow and he got pulled over and they said, hey, you can't have that. 
It's impersonating oh, even an officer. Oh, even an underglow? Yeah, I believe oh, so. Oh, that's interesting. At least that's the story told me. I didn't me. realize that. Yeah. There's a grocery store employee from Atlanta. He works at an Atlanta Kroger. And he, in my opinion, I feel like has pulled off an amazing heist. So what he did is he came up with like a scheme to enter items into their accounting system as returns. Uh-huh. So he was making up items that yeah. didn't exist as returns and pocketing the cash. Anyway, uh, people finally realized it. Corporate employees contacted the authorities after he amassed almost a million dollars. Oh, my gosh. $980,000 in fake returns. At what point were they like, dude, you've got a lot of returns. Every every time you show up, like all these people returning stuff. And how did you get that much? <laughs> right? I mean, it's a grocery store. I know. Like bananas can be only worth so much. Well, that's what's funny is uh, it sounds like some of these items that he was claiming as returns Ranged from $75 to over $87,000. I'm like, who is returning things worth $87,000 yeah, no at a Kroger? Oh, my gosh. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you find that? Did someone buy the store and then who, just return the whole store? Who works in accounting at that Kroger? Like, how did they let almost a million dollars go past them without catching it? Boy, people are really not happy with our products. <laughs> and uh, those are some of your trending stories. All right. It's Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and it's time for the phone janks on Prank Call. So we are prank calling Trisha today. She was set up by her husband, David. David sent us a message on Facebook or Instagram where if you want to get on the phone janks prank somebody let us know there so trisha's mom is in a retirement community simple okay. enough mm-hmm. so in retirement community i guess trisha's mom big bingo player loves to play bingo we've actually gone to retirement communities to play bingo it's a fun time except for lauren the cursing and intense, the yelling actually. and the screaming and the, <laughs> the throwing of puddings at each other you don't mess with the rules yeah. all right so i call trisha to let her know hey your mom owes my grandmother a bunch in bingo gambling debt. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's the phone, Jigs. Hello, this is Trisha. Hey, Trisha. Uh, hey, this is Anthony. You don't know who I am, uh, but I am aware that uh, your mother, Judy, is at a retirement community. Is that your mother? Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, let me give you a little uh, little rundown here. My grandmother. You work there? No, I don't. I don't work there. Let me just give you a heads up. My grandmother Edith, okay. uh, she goes to the same retirement community. That her and Judy are friends. I don't know if you've ever met Edith, but her and Judy are friends. And apparently, she actually has talked about Edith before. Yeah. Okay. Well, apparently, your mom Judy and my grandmother like to play a lot of bingo together. I hear that Judy is a big bingo player. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, guess what. Judy owes $400,000 to my grandmother in unpaid bingo debts, and I'm here to collect it because I'm not happy. What? Yeah. No, that's absurd. Uh, have you not heard about $400, this? $400,000. $400,000. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, Tricia, I need that money, and I need that money ASAP. You know how expensive it is at that retirement community. It's not yes, cheap. Yes, I know how expensive it is. I'm not giving you $400,000. Why, why would you be calling me? Because your mom's not ponying up the money. I talked to my grandma just last night, and she says that Judy keeps losing in bingo, keeps double or nothing, and that double or nothing has earned her $400,000, and I need that okay, money. I don't know anything about this, and that's an absurd amount of money. I am not—this feels illegal, what you're doing. Uh, you're- hey, listen, I, I'm, not, I'm not admitting it's not illegal, but we just got to settle this, and the fact is— your mom owes my grandma four hundred thousand dollars, and I'm telling you, you can't How do you pay wrap that. 
$400,000 playing bingo. It sounds like your mom struggles at bingo. My grandma happens to be a bingo ace. How can it ace. be that hard? Isn't it half a game of luck? Are you kidding me? When you get B-52 and it lands every time on my grandma's card, first of all, are you insulting my grandmother's bingo capabilities? No, I'm not insulting bingo. This is just absurd that anyone could spend $400,000, let alone my mother. So it sounds like your mom keeps running her mouth. Is that what I'm hearing? Is that what or I understand? Maybe your mom is is forcing her to play. First of her all, to play. it's my grandmother, and Taking I'm, I'm going to say you got to realize this is my grandmother, and she is on. I'm not going to lie, she's on her last leg, and to think that she may be heading into the light knowing that she didn't get four hundred thousand dollars from your mom for being a bad bingo player. Do you understand where I'm coming from oh, at all okay. here? Okay, you can bingo. F- yourself. <laughs> oh well. All right, maybe before I let you go. I should let you know that your husband, David, actually called me beforehand because this is Joey from Joey and Lauren in the morning, and this is a phone, Jenks, and I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not <Wait>. real. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, I'm it's, in shock. <laughs> no, there's no gambling debt for bingo from your mom. She's oh doing my great. God, thank God. I was like, I have to call my you're good. Uh, don't worry. It's all good. And I hear your mom is a gem. That's what your husband David said. And so uh, and we just wanted to have some fun, all right? We sure did. Yeah. All right. And let's let's play bingo sometime. I think me and you. I think that'd be yeah, good. Yeah. Sorry I told you to bingo. <laughs> it's okay. I've been called worse. I mean, that's up there, but I've been called worse. It's Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. Let's get to makeup or breakup. We are trying to get Jonah on a second date. He went out with Michaela. Now, Jonah was a very long message to us, and he's already starting to work through some steps about where he might have screwed up, but still no response from Michaela. So we're going to try and figure out what's going on here. Hello, Jonah. Hey, hey, how are you? We're doing wonderful. Thanks so much for joining us. So, I mean, in your message, you can kind of tell us you've already thought about some things that you're like, okay, I'm trying to work this over and figure out what happened. Yeah, because, like, the date I thought went pretty well, but I think we're, I kind of goofed up, and, like, just looking back on it is I didn't really establish a lot before or after. Like, we talked during the date. We went out to dinner. We talked at dinner a lot. But, like, we only texted a few times before we went out and met up. And then after, we really haven't talked much at all. And so I, I don't think I established enough. Like, maybe I should have set it up more or something like that. So I think that's, I kind of goofed up. Okay. Maybe wondering if, did I give it my best effort? Did I, did I do my best? Did I try to make her feel like special and talk to her beforehand? I mean, have you talked to her after the date at all? Uh, Well, no, not really. Like, I keep texting and like, she's not really responding. So it's Mm -hmm. um, trying to figure it out. But the thing that's weird is like, during the date, it was, like, we we talked a lot at dinner, and uh, it seemed like it went well. Like, the only thing that kind of was a little you know, an odd to me was when she, like, right when we finished our food, she asked for the check, like, right away. And so I was like, maybe we didn't know each other mm-hmm. enough yet or gotcha. something. And so. So she finishes her food, and then she's like, check, please. I mean, she yeah, probably didn't say it exactly like, like, like that. Right, like right when we finished our food. <laughs> She's with. And so it was Dang. like, but hey, like you know, one of us was going to ask for the check at some point. And mm-hmm. it wasn't like maybe, I don't know, maybe she's like independent or something. Yeah, like, maybe, maybe she says, I want to ask for the check. Yeah, and maybe it, I'm driving this train. It's weird, and I hate to say this, but to me when I hear that, Jonah, I feel like that is a clear sign she's not into it. So I don't know 
if something happened or just like you said, maybe you didn't set it up enough. So you guys didn't talk for like two weeks before. And this was like, hey, what's your name? My name's Jonah. My name's Michaela. All right, let's go on a date. It was pretty quick. Yeah. And then and then the dinner was kind of quick, too. And although we talked a lot at dinner, so it seemed like it it was going to pay. And so um, then it just shifted or something. I, I haven't put enough into it, I think, yet. Yeah, I will say anytime I'm at dinner and it always feels weird when someone goes, can we get the check? Because naturally you have dinner. They come by and say, any room for dessert? And you go, no, no, no. We ate too much. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, here's your. But for someone, I've always said that whenever I'm with somebody and they ask for the check, I always go like, oh, do you got to go somewhere? Or it's been a long time. Are they rushing to get out of here? What's going on? Do they not feel well? Maybe that was it. Honestly, you never know. Maybe Michaela was feeling sick and she's like, all right, we need the check because I got to (laughs) go. Check, please. Um, But she has not responded to any of your texts, you said? Yeah, not not really. No. Well, Jonah, I do want to give you credit because so many people that join us on this segment wouldn't even point out like, oh, you know what that is? Like you're recognizing she maybe didn't have a good time because she said, check, please. So I, I do appreciate you're at least somewhat aware of trying to connect the dots and figure this out. So uh, let's take a break. Jonah, stay with us, and then we'll call Michaela, all right? Okay. Okay. Jonah with us. Going to talk to Michaela coming up next. It's Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. We just talked to Jonah on Makeup or Breakup. He went on a first date with Michaela. So Jonah says, here's where I think maybe I screwed up. We didn't talk a lot before the date, so we don't have like this two-week text strand conversation of getting to know each other. He says, we didn't talk much before the date. We kind of like introduced ourselves, set up the date, and then right when they finished eating dinner, she said, I'm ready for the check. I'm and like asked for the check. the uh, talking a lot beforehand even matters. To me, that's not even a huge you don't like, think so? concern then- because... Aren't a lot of first dates you kind of meet and and then you get to know each other? Yeah, but I'll say you don't feel as connected to someone if the only time you've really talked to them is during a date. If you feel like, hey, for two weeks I strung them along and we talked about our likes and dislikes, you feel a little bit more invested is all I'm saying. Yeah, I guess so. To me, it just feels like anybody that's going to be like, oh, ready for the check. Yeah. There's something. I mean, she's clearly not into it or not having a good time or maybe she didn't feel well. But if you didn't feel well, I feel like you'd be like, oh, I'm ready for the check. And, and then, then you'd, you'd say. text back, though. You'd or, probably yeah. text back. But that's the red flag to me is he said the moment we finished eating, mm-hmm. she said, hey, I think we're ready for the check. And again, name me a time you go to dinner with somebody. When they ask for that, it's normally it's taken too long and it took forever and you do but have right things to go to done or whatever. Eating. But it could be that, okay, they kind of matched online or whatever it was. And then she shows up and she's like, yeah, I'm not as into him as I thought I would be. I'm ready to go. But not even playing around with the dessert menu. Come on now. You've got to at least (laughs) say, oh, I thought about the fudge brownie, but (laughs) you know what? We (laughs) ate too much. I always do that. I always pretend like. Uh, Yeah, I was thinking about it. I thought about the blondie, but you know what? Lauren's (laughs) always like, no, no dessert. I'm full. I'm done. I want to go home. All right. So we've got Michaela's number. Let's talk to Michaela. Hello. Hello, is this Michaela? Speaking. Michaela, this is Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. How are you? Hi, Michaela. I'm sorry, who is this? Uh, Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. We host a, a radio show in the morning. I'm trying to. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> yes, why are we calling? We're, so we're calling you on behalf of a fan of our show. His name is Jonah. Jonah reached out to us because he says he went on a first date with you recently. 
and he's been trying to get in touch with you about possibly going out again. But he also told us he realized... Oh, you have got to be kidding me. This is ridiculous. Uh, okay, <laughs> something... What's going on? This dude called a radio station. He did, but hey, don't, you know, we're, we're just trying to hey, help cool him cool people out. listen to our show. We're not all nerds. So here's the deal, Michaela. If you have some time and you don't mind chatting with us for a moment... Jonah, he does really like you, but he feels like somehow he may have messed up. It feels like you kind of rushed to get out of the date, and he's kind of confused as to why. So he said, hey, guys, could you call Michaela since she's not texting me back and find out maybe what happened? What desperate creeper would call a radio station (laughs) to find out if their date liked or didn't like them. Well, because you know? he, he said you weren't texting him back. So he was like, I can't get a text back. So can I get someone to reach out? We try to mend some relationships yeah. on we, our show. We just want to pave things over. Even if you guys don't want anything to do with each other again, we at least want to make sure that he has an answer. And you can give your side of things. Okay. I don't want to have anything to do with him again. What um, happened? How about when I come back from, we went out to dinner. So when I come back from the bathroom, He's got my phone in his hand, reading my messages, telling me what they said. And I mean, who what? does that, right? I'm sorry. What? Okay, what I'm so you, about. he was on your phone. You left the table. You phone, come back. Reading me back my messages. So, okay, you, you go to the bathroom. Of privacy. He, okay, you, you're yeah. getting text messages, and he's like, oh, by the way, so and so texted you this. Oh, yeah, that was Danielle. She was wondering how the date's going. Okay, Okay, so you uh, must not have a lock on your phone because my first thought was mine. Like, nobody can read my text, even if it pops up. Yeah, but some you can. No, I don't lock my phone. Yeah, and and you have a preview. Like, mine has a preview on it where you can preview the message. Oh, it says kind of the preview. Right. Okay, so this. I just met this guy. Yeah, okay. I went on one date with him. Okay, and I got a really bad vibe. Michaela, Jonah's actually on the other line. He's he's kind of made himself known. I'm sorry about that. Um. Jonah, were you reading her phone? Um, yeah, because while she was gone, she got a message from her friend, and I wanted to make sure she didn't miss the message. It's not like I was like hiding I loved how you're sitting like, here creeping on the phone call. Well, too. <laughs> no, I'm creeping on the phone call. I'm listening because I'm the one who initiated the phone call. How about if somebody has a problem with a relationship, you call the person or you text or something. But you're not texting back. Don't call Yeah, me. you're not texting back. Well, doesn't that tell you something then? So, Michaela, um, no, no, we, we realize you're really, you're hot on this. I get it. I would be annoyed if somebody checked my phone as well. Jonah, can I hear from you? Why on earth would you grab her phone and read her texts? Wait, okay, time out. Let's, let's clear something up here. It's not like I was going and reading all her texts and going, oh, you had this great conversation. I, her phone lit up. Okay. While she was mm-hmm. at the bathroom, it was right there. You know, like if a phone mic's up on the table, it catches your eye. You sure, mm-hmm. so I agree. It was obviously it was a text message, so I looked at it to, to tell her when she came back that hey, you missed text message from your friend. No, 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 no. And then when I thought I it was kind of back, a joke. Like he had oh. it in his hand, scrolling. And then as soon as he sees me, he puts it down. Like, like <laughs> so, I, did you say anything, Michaela? Like on the date, were you like, hey, what's that about? Uh, no, she didn't. She, she didn't seem like make it like like it was a big deal. If it was such a big deal, she just. That's I think I was, like I was in such shock. Yeah, I, oh, I think I'm asking for the check was kind of that answer. I, this is the problem. Oh, just, there are two kind of different stories here. Mm-hmm. When I hear Jonah, I hear a man that goes, "Oh, lit up," and then maybe you're like, 
Oh, I, oh still, see, if I you lifted touch, the phone. I wouldn't even touch someone's phone. Wouldn't you look, though, when it lights up? Like, to okay, defend your Jonah. Okay, eyes may move, but you shouldn't reach over yeah, and grab. I, I, what if, what if like, the mom was calling and it was an emergency then, and you it, could have saved no, something? No, no, You could have been a no. hero. Don't check people's phones. I am getting a very, very, very clear vibe that, Michaela, you don't want to go out with Jonah again. Jonah doesn't sound like you're interested in going out with Michaela again either. Am I right in assuming those things? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah definitely. Somebody's going to be that uptight about it. Really right? You're really if, cute. If somebody doesn't but, you want know. anybody looking at their phone all the time, like, what secrets are you hiding? Uh, 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm hiding so many secrets. Se- well, secrets about Danielle asking about how the date's going. <laughs> That's what it is. It's Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and it's time for our Throwback Thursday, where we go back to yesteryear. Our Throwback Thursday question this week is, grossest food you've ever had to eat? That could have been yesterday. Could yeah. have been from your childhood. Could have been three months ago. Well, as a child, you think Man. broccoli's the grossest food you've ever had. It's true. Well, some of the things my mom made. Ugh. Do ants count? That's my only question. Because do the gro- ants? Count? Yeah, the grossest thing I ever had was I was waiting at a bus stop oh. when I was eleven and I what? ate. I took an ant from an ant hill and ate an ant. So no, I just had the cutesy ants on a log as a kid with like little raisins on the peanut butter yeah. and See, the. I grew up in the backwoods. Stick. You know, in so you actually little, ate real ants on yeah, a log. Yeah, in little white picket fence world that Lauren grew up in, <laughs> you had the the celery with the peanut butter and the raisins. My ants on a log yeah. was ants on a log. Man. I sure did not live that's in a white was. picket fence life, but that's okay. No, I've been thinking about this, and I haven't eaten a lot of really gross, nasty foods because I'm very picky. No, I'm, I'm particular. That's on a that's what a nice that's what picky people say when they don't <laughs> want to sound like they're picky. I've grown. I just, my palate uh, has I'm grown. particular. My palate has grown so much since I've gotten older. I will say that as an adult, strong. I like way more varieties of foods than I did as a kid. Um, but I've had chicken hearts. I would say that's that is the weirdest. That that's the weirdest thing I've ever eaten. Um, it was pretty gross. I would I would go with that. I can't did think of anything else. Did you have them else. at the, uh, those Brazilian buffets mm-hmm. that bring out the stuff yeah. on the swords? Yeah, so I guess it's not that crazy. It's not that, I mean... We went on a cruise years ago, and I had some random weird seafood, but I would say the weirdest or grossest thing I had was chicken hearts, probably because my brain like Says couldn't be heart. wrapped around like, I'm eating a heart. I don't think they're gross. I just don't think they're that good. Like, when mm-hmm. I have chicken hearts, I don't think they're... I mean, especially those Brazilian places, because they bring by steak and shrimp and yeah. all this stuff. Top and I'm like, sirloin. No, no, no. <laughs> Forget the sirloin. Forget the ribeye. Can I get more of those chewy hearts, please? So that's just not me. I've had cactus before and menudo. I had it in the same setting. I was uh, with a friend, and his family had dinner, and they, it was one of those situations. You know when you go to your friend's house, mm-hmm. and they you go, hey, you want to stay, stay for dinner? You're like, sure. yeah, sure, I'll stay for dinner. And they had boiled cactus with salt and lime, which actually wasn't as bad. I was going to say, that doesn't sound too terrible. It wasn't terrible. It was just kind of a weird thing. But menudo, it's like cow stomach soup, Mm-mm. and I just, I Mm-mm. couldn't do it. And I think it's because I knew what it was. And people, there's people that love menudo, that love it, but I can't do it. So that was up there. If you're not counting my aunt, and I had an earthworm when I was a kid too, but that just tasted like dirt. But that's <laughs> not really a food. Is that a thing that a lot of kids do? You just like hmm, wonder what this tastes when like. When you're from you a tiny, a small town and you don't have anything else to do, you start eating bugs. That's what you did for fun. Yeah, it was yeah. like the hangout. I feel like I don't have a lot of really thing, you know, gross things to say. Because you won't try it. You're not one to sit there and try. Yeah. I've never had like caviar or anything so, like that. Years ago, we had um, duck pate. 
I think is what it's called. Yeah. And it was like this minced or ground up duck. It was, but like, it was a like a paste. It was like a paste. And it was in like this weird little shape or patty or yeah. something. And it's supposed to be really like fine dining, like really good. And it just tasted like ground up disgusting meat. Like It was, it was pretty gross. And it was cold. So that yeah. was probably one of the grossest things I've had too. It was a cold duck meatloaf, which just doesn't sound right, but... That's, that's a great that's, way to describe it. And the best part is somebody paid a bunch of money to eat that, too. Think about that, man. <laughs> that's what I always think about yeah. caviar. Now, maybe caviar is good. Some people love it. But I'm like, we've really gotten to the point where, like, you know what's expensive? Those fish eggs. Those thousands of fish eggs. Let's make those expensive and put them on a piece it. of toast. I don't get it. I've never tried it, but I don't yeah. get it. Have you ever had um, snails? What do they call that? Escargot. Escargot. I have that? not. That's I something I haven't tried the yet. The most adventurous thing was the chicken hearts for me and... Um, not caviar. What am I thinking of? Oysters. No, no, no. It's it also starts with the sea. It's the octopus. Oh, calamari. I've had Lauren, calamari. That's like, come on, you're talking Olive Garden stuff now. I that's know. Easy. That's what I'm saying. I'm not super adventurous with like weird foods. That's a good way to another good way to say you're not you're picky is I'm not super adventurous. I'm just a <laughs> just a peanut butter and jelly gal. I like calamari, but it has to be deep fried. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dipped in butter. Yeah. All right, you can text us, 68719, for our Throwback Thursday question. It's Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren in the morning. Before we continue, the biggest lies your parents ever told you, things you totally believe, and then you say, wait a second, gum doesn't take seven years after I swallow it to leave my body. Uh, We'll get into those coming up, but first, got to get your Joey life hack. I don't know if this is true or not, but the internet says it's true. Did you know that at Taco Bell... Four mini quesadillas is cheaper than one regular one and nearly twice as much food. Dang. That's a little menu hack. Yeah, do they still have mini quesadillas? I don't know. I don't know. They're dang good, though. But you take four of them. That's I, They're probably a buck each, I would imagine, a little I think, mini quesadilla. I think they are. If I'm thinking of what you're talking about, I think it is a dollar. <laughs> Lauren's like, yeah, if I'm thinking it's on the top right uh, <laughs> part of the menu as you drive I actually up. have not been there in so long. Well... That's because you're not taking advantage of the life act, which is four mini quesadillas, Dang. twice as much food, and cheaper than a regular one. I always try to figure that out with like, um, I remember it was a couple years ago. Someone went to a football stadium and they got like a like a large beer, and then they got a small beer, and they took the small beer. Or they got a large beer empty cup, and they literally poured it, and it was like the same thing. The uh, way they did the d- dimensions, yep. but it's like five dollars more. Yeah, I yeah. one time, I won't say the restaurant, but I went to a place here in town where I uh, went to the menu and my favorite thing that I really like to order is a little pricier. Yeah. And then I happen to notice they do breakfast all day. The thing that I love the most, they have a breakfast version, which is the exact same, but it has an egg on it as well. So it has more. So it has more and it was like $2 cheaper. So then I just got that <laughs> breakfast item and said no egg. And then boom, it was then, my lunch and it was the same thing that I always get. They know people only spend a certain amount of money during breakfast hours. Like, people don't want to spend yeah. a bunch of money during breakfast because they feel like I'm just starting my day. That's good. Lauren. I know. Wasn't wow. it? That's pretty good life hack right there. Yeah. Just check out the menu. See? But, I mean, you're making them lose money, though. That's the mean part That's about That's why you. I didn't say the restaurant. All right. So, biggest <laughs> lies your parents ever told you. 68719. You can text in. Lauren has gathered some of the best submissions. Also up on our Facebook page as well. I said spoiling dinner. That's mm-hmm. still my top answer. I don't believe that I ever spoiled my dinner, but I tell you, my parents totally try to convince me that I was spoiling my dinner. I brought up the uh, chocolate milk comes from brown cows instead of the uh, I, black I and white milk cows. One. Really? I yeah. mean, obviously that's not true, but as a kid, I was like, oh, wow. 
We're drinking the brown cow's milk. Thank you, brown cow. I'm so appreciative of you. I feel like there should be more of you. (laughs) Jennifer writes in and says that she was told it was illegal to turn the dome light on in your car when driving at night. Oh, okay. So I thought, I didn't think it was illegal. I thought I was going to get in big trouble if I ever turned it on. If we were on a road trip and I went to turn on that dome light, my dad acted like we might as well just get in a crash right now. And Why it, do you turn that on? Yeah, he's I, can't like, I can't see. see. I mean, he would turn around, <laughs> which here's what makes no sense. He would freak out about the dome light, so he'd turn around to tell me. I'm like, what's more distracting? Yeah, you, you not turning at the road. Or the dome light on. That's a good one. Uh, this one says that spiders wouldn't be in my bed because they would suffocate under the blankets. So don't worry. You'll never find a spider in your bed. So that's a good lie that will help your kids. But then as Probably. you grow older, you're like, wait a second. Spiders can live under covers. I love this one. We're almost there. <laughs> Yeah, that's that a good is, one. That is a big lie from your parents yeah, on a road any, trip. Any, yeah. Are we there yet? Yeah, we're yeah, almost yeah. there. Almost. Hey, you're closer than you were five mm-hmm. minutes ago. I heard that one a lot, too. Tia said that dead animals on the road were just sleeping. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> I know. That's a sweet <laughs> thing that your parents are just trying to not but, traumatize you. But why you? is part of the animal there and the other part's over there? Well, you know, <laughs> I don't know. They're just sleeping. How about uh, peeing in the pool will turn the water red? Did you ever hear about that? uh, So my, I was told turn the water blue. Blue or red. Okay. But yeah, that was a fear of mine as a kid ever going to a pool. I'm like, I better not pee because everyone will know that I peed because it'll change the color of the water. Yeah, that's true. I, (laughs) in fact, I don't know if I still don't believe that. I've never, oh, I mean, I've peed in pools. I've never never tried it, I guess I should say. So maybe the chlorine does change the color. (laughs) Maybe there's, oh, wait, wait a second. Did you just say you've never peed in a pool? I've never peed in a pool. Shut up. Don't say that. There's no way. I've never peed in a pool. I've peed in a lake. never peed in a pool? Because it's disgusting, Joey. It's Everyone like a big bath does with it. Strangers. Everyone does it. In a no, hotel no. pool, hotel uh, hot tub. You ever peed in a hot tub? Never. Are you joking right now? No, you ain't living if you ain't peeing. How in the world? I, I, okay. Do you still do this? No, 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 no. I still don't do it, but certainly I have peed in a pool before. Probably. Not that I can ever recall. Now, you put me in a lake, the ocean. That's like, I'll pee more in the lake. gross. There's Why? not chlorine. Chlorine kills it. Chlorine makes it sterile. Well, it's sterile already. Yeah, no. I No, I'm not going to. Listen, that's so rude. You're in this, you know, 10 by 10 foot, however big the pool is. It's not very bath. big. Yeah, it's not a very big pool. But you know what I mean. You're in basically a glorified bathtub. Come on. With 20 other strangers. As a kid, when you went to a water park, right you never someone? peed in the pool? Mm-mm. Never. No. You know what I did? I'm calling I went to those. I went to those public bathrooms, oh, and I had gosh. to peel off my swimsuit. You were such a rule follower. Because it was follower. stuck to me, and it was the worst thing ever. I would actually just hold it, because trying to peel off your wet swimsuit and try to get it back on, it's yeah. like trying to stick toothpaste back in the tube. It's not worth it's it. It's the worst. I'm calling your mom. There's no way. I you, think. Can, you can call her right now. Yeah, I, I don't care. I've never peed in a pool. Oh my gosh. Do you believe Lauren? 68719. That's what I want to talk about now. Do you believe that Lauren's <laughs> never peed in a pool? You are such a goody two-shoes. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> What six-year-old doesn't sit there and say, you know what? I don't want to get out of the water. Just well, here it goes. I actually don't remember when I was uh-huh. six, but honestly, I'm not saying it because out of fear of being embarrassed. I literally, I would be honest and tell you, I have no idea. I don't. Not think only I have. have I peed in the pool, I've peed in the pool over 18 years old since I've been a grown adult. See, that's just wrong. No, it's just, it feels right. That it is feels wrong. very right. It's Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and we call this game karaoke, where you get to sing in your car with us. And Sierra is our singer today. Hello, Sierra. <laughs> Hi. 
listen to that nervous laugh, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm doing this. You're really going to do this, all right? This is really happening. I, I imagine that you sing all you the time this. and you sound fantastic. That's what I'm picturing. Is that correct? You know, I don't know about that. I've got a yelling. My I yelled this morning, so my voice is crackly. Oh, well, I'm fighting a cold, so we're both kind of crackly. All right, it's all so good. Here's how this game works. Hey. I have a couple of songs for each of you. I'm going to play a portion of the song. <laughs> it's going to suddenly stop, and then you got to pick up where it left off and keep singing, all right? Okay. All right, we're going to start with you, Sierra, and we're going to start with your first song, which is So What by Pink. Okay. start a fight. I'm just a rock star. Oh my gosh, and I just spaced out. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, you're like it's close so enough. What? I'm still a rock star, but you rock got it, girlfriend. And I don't need <laughs> you. No. We're giving it to you. So one point for Sierra. Let's Good go job. to Lauren. Lauren, Kay. your first song is We Are Never Getting Back Together by Taylor Swift. What I was trying to do is I was trying to throw you off because I thought you probably thought you were going to hear the chorus, but I it but you got it. Took me a second, but wow! All right, here we go, Sierra. Okay. you're trying to go perfect two okay. for two. Your song is "Bang" by AJR. Ooh. Okay, you got this. I missed it. I didn't hear oh. that last part. It broke out. Again, Play it again. Uh, Play it again. I'm sorry. I love a ride, but I'm thinking it's time to go. Bang, bang, bang. Here we go. Oh, put your best face on everybody. Everybody, everybody. Oh, you know this song. You know everybody the words. So are we giving it to her? Yes. So with a bang. She knows the words. So, Lauren, it comes down to this. Your song is If the World Is Ending by J.P. Sachs oh, and Julia Michaels. I know, you know, we know you weren't down for forever and it's fine. I know, you know, we know we weren't meant for each other and it's fine. And if the world was ending, you'd come over, right? Do I have to keep going? <laughs> I don't know. If ending, you'd come over, right? You'd come over and you'd stay the night. Would you love me for the hell of it? Here comes Joey's solo. And our fears would be irrelevant. <laughs> uh, I'm not giving it to Lauren because you didn't finish it. Sierra, you are the champion unofficially. We just crowned you. I'm making up the rules. Way I got to go, cheated. Sierra. <laughs> Yay! All right, nice you keep, job. You keep singing and yelling every morning, all right? Bragging Thanks for hanging right. with us. Okay, love right. it. You got it. It's Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. Good morning. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Lauren, we like to play games on this show, and we like to put each other to the test on this show. I have found a list that I'm a little worried about because I've already looked at this list, and I'm worried that I'm going to fail miserably. But it's really not up to me. It's up to you to decide. Okay. I have not seen this list. So I have found a list that says 11 signs that you've married the right man. So we're going to play the game. Did Lauren marry the right man? (laughs) 
So here's how I the game even works. Put me on the spot like this. No, no, no. I'm just going to list them. So these are 11 signs, and everyone can play. Right. 11 signs that you've married the right man. So let's find out. We have been married for eight and a half years. It'll be nine years in March. It'll be nine years in March. Wow. All right. So we're coming up on a decade. We're very much closer to a decade. So I have 11 signs that you married the right man. We're going to find out. Number one, and you just tell me if I fit this box or not. He always brags about you. Uh, No, I don't think you do. Give me an X okay. on that one. I am O for one. What? What? Do you want me as... to keep track on this? Yeah, sure. What okay. counts as passing? Like, what counts as you marry the right man? Um, How many signs do I have to get out of eleven? Well, you'd have to get more than half. I would say you have right, to get so at six. least six. All right, at least six. I'm O for one. Number two, even after years together, he still does little chivalrous things for you. Open doors. Carry you to the doorstep when your feet hurt after wearing high heels all day. <laughs> I don't know who made this list. Or never, never wears. You have never done that. How many times do you wear high heels? Once a year at a funeral yeah, or something? Hardly ever. Um, I'm gonna go. No. <laughs> I would agree with you. I'm not a big fan of opening I feel doors. Bad. You open my door sometimes on date night. All right, so I'm all for two. Here we go. I gotta turn things around. Okay. Number three, he doesn't try to change you. He knows you're messier than him, that you always need a pet cat, and you can't cook to save your life, and all of that is right by him. I would give a yes on that. You don't you don't try to change me. Okay. You're too scared of me. <laughs> I think I am kind of scared of you. All right, that's one point. Number four, I miss you isn't just a sweet thing you say. You actually mean it when you're gone and out of town. Uh, yes, I would agree with that. Okay. Okay, look that's at you. Two for four. I'm turning things around. Number five. You can cry in front of him without feeling embarrassed. I already know the answer to that. Wait, what? You I can... cry all the time. I'm not embarrassed. Well, no, I'm in, like I feel like I don't do well when you cry. Oh, so yeah. maybe you can give yourself a point, but I feel like whenever you cry, I bring it up. I'm like, "Why are you crying?" That is true. Okay. okay. Give an say, X there. A lot of times when you start crying, you'll be like, "I'm embarrassed because I'm pointing out that you're crying." All right. When your friends complain about their significant others, or the guys they've gone out with, you get kind of quiet because you don't have much to contribute. Or do I find that I contribute? No, to that? I would agree. Okay. I would agree. I, but there's really not many bad things I could say about you. Number seven, he's close with your family and he's made sure you've gotten to know his. Yes. Okay, another one. Number eight, he you're cares. four for eight right now, or he, four for seven. He cares about your friends. No, you don't care about my friends. I care jerk. about some of your friends. Some of your friends I'm not a big fan of. Lauren has <laughs> some really cool friends, and Lauren has some lame friends. I'll let you decide who I think is lame and who I think is cool. <laughs> Number nine, he lets you vent. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Whether or not you're fully listening, but you let me vent. All right, that's another point. How many do I have? You have five. I just need at least one more out of the next two. Okay. He tells you out of the blue... That you look hot. Hmm. No. What? I have to ask for compliments a lot. I feel like all the time I say you do. Okay. I wouldn't say all the time, but a lot of times I have to say, "How do I look?" All I right, have to kind of right. like ed, like egg you on a little bit. All right. Here we go. Number eleven. This is for all the marbles. This is determining if Lauren married the right <laughs> man. Number okay. eleven. You can do things like travel together without fighting all the time. Oh, oh, 
have to give an X? You gotta be kidding me. I wouldn't say we fight all the time, but when during we travel, stressful situations like fight. building furniture and kayaking and, and traveling, traveling, those are the things that we get a little peek in behind each the other's faces. When we were taking like a two week Christmas vacation, Lauren and I tried to make a pact of how many days we could go without a fight. <laughs> And we literally said, hey, we got 11 days together. We Let's can do not it. fight for 11 days. <laughs> How many days do we make it? Two? Um, 10. No, 10 of the 11 days. 10, but we got to fight two days into our right, time away. Right, but listen, did we have a tiff? Sure. Every couple has tiffs. If you don't, then well, you're perfect and we're not. Yeah. So apparently I married the but wrong guy. But 10 out of the 11 days Although we didn't fight. I will fight. say some of those... Some of those you're no, right on the cusp. You're I got right five out of eleven. Cusp. You did not marry the right man. That's what we've learned today. All you right, did not well, marry the right man. That's, that's, Six that's, eight seven one nine. Anyone? Any takers? That's heavy. Apparently, man. I'm looking oh, for a new don't man. Don't do that. You just open the text line to anybody that's wanted to ask you out. Go ahead. All the creeps text in, baby. <laughs> Let's do it. I love that it's always upbeat, upbeat and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on demand. demand.